So we're coming to the festive period, Warwick, and uh, you can choose best or worst Christmas party experience. Best or worst? At a work Christmas party experience. Uh, worst would probably be uh, many, many years ago when I first met my my uh, second wife. That sounds terrible, doesn't it? But um, we'd just not long started going out and uh, got invited along to her work Christmas party. Uh, she worked at an accounting firm, a fairly big firm, and it was at the partner's house, you know, this fancy house, beautiful oh, pool, all that sort of stuff. And it was a... Uh, I think it was a, like a music-themed thing. You had to dress yeah. up as your favourite uh, music you know, rock stars. And so I uh, went along with my girlfriend at the time and her bestie and her boyfriend. So there was four of us, so we went as the Spice Girls. So I dressed up as, I think I was Posh Spice. Oh. So I had heels and hot pants and, you know, the girly wig and all that sort of stuff. Uh, and I got really drunk and made a complete dick of myself. So That's this probably the worst sounds really familiar to one would it be my worst, where it was at my <laughs> boss's house in his flash mansion and my husband no, he wasn't husband yet, I should have known the signs, uh, <laughs> had too much red wine and uh vomited in his fancy bathroom. <laughs> oh no. But the problem That's was yeah, um that he'd been drinking red wine. Oh, the stain. And he didn't no, he didn't tell me he'd vomited till after we left. I mean, I should have known him rolling on the floor waiting for the bus was a sign on the ground outside <laughs> my boss's house. And then we get home and goes, yeah, I spewed. I don't know if I cleaned it up. But oh, he'd spewed dear. at home when we got home and it was yeah. so disgusting. And then I had panic attack all weekend thinking, oh, my God, he's vomited <laughs> in my boss's job? bathroom. <laughs> I'm going to lose my job. And, you know, he had one of those fancy... Male toilets. Oh, right. You know, and so he's going, I don't know where I vomited. I could have been in the basin, could have been in that. Oh, dear. So, And yeah. you still married him. Yeah, I know. You I don't, don't learn your lessons I very quickly, do you? <laughs> Welcome to the Tradies Business Show, helping you get off the tools and into true business ownership so you can spend more time doing the things that matter most. Now, here are your hosts, Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. And so welcome to another episode of the Tradies Business Show as we get near to Christmas. And Warwick, I need to ask, are we going to have a Christmas party? I don't know, because based on the stories we keep sharing about getting drunk and throwing up and, you know, you starfish on your front lawn. And and I actually fell in the pool that night, the same party, <laughs> before I got really, really drunk. But a lot of people ended up in the pool, I think it was, you know. See, I think that makes us want to have a Christmas party. <laughs> it needs to be in a little, like a safe house yeah. where we're not going to get into too much Just trouble. you and me, not our partners. And, um, yeah, dear idea. I yeah, mean, let's, Secret let's Santa might be a bit hard. Yeah. Because we'll know who we got. Yeah. Or who got us. But anyway. Um, yeah. All right. G'day, listeners. Welcome. So, sorry about the vomit stuff at the start of the episode. Too. I do you got hope a you're not stomach, listening to this like... when you're having breakfast in your utes or whatever. Yeah. We, uh... But tradies have good stomachs. I mean, they live on like chocolate or coffee, milk and pies, don't you? That's right. And I'm sure they've all got a good vomit story as we well. We should do a nutrition episode. Oh, I was thinking we should do your best vomit story episode, oh, but hey. It's, it's a bit lowbrow, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Anything for ratings, hey? I know. Anything for downloads? Uh, that's it. So but You've got an update for us, before. I have. So, uh, following up um, episode 111, 111. Um, a couple of episodes ago where we talked about my issues with a dog, hmm. 
and trying to find a dog trainer. And mm. I've got to follow up to this, but there's a really mm. great lesson in it for our So how'd you trainees. go? Did you get a dog trainer? I did get a dog trainer. Ooh, this is exciting. It is. So, so you've still got the dog? It's still alive? Yes, yes. <laughs> the solution wasn't just Prozac? No, uh, but it was such an interesting experience because I, when we, we recorded the show and I, I was, you know, back there, if you haven't listened don't necessarily have to go back and listen. It wasn't high quality, but I've got this pain in the ass dog that we can't get rid of, and it chews and eats everything and digs, and it's just a nightmare. And mm-hmm. it's cost us about seven thousand dollars in furniture and numerous other things that it's eaten that we can't replace. <laughs> but anyway, so husband, mother-in-law, or my mother, desperately want to get rid of this dog. Like my mother said, it's me or the dog. Take your pick. Um, so I had to think hard about that. So uh, eventually, though. Um, uh, I picked the dog. And so <laughs> decided to get a dog trainer to come out and help as a last resort. Um, uh-huh. And uh, had real trouble finding one. I mean, I was ringing everyone. I No one answered their phone on the first ring. Um, I had to send off inquiries. and I know. It took, this took you like two or three hours yep. of searching and ringing and Googling and yelling and screaming <laughs> trying to find a dog trainer. Well, this little puppy, well, it's not really little, but this dog's life is in my hands. If I can find a dog trainer this side of Christmas, you know, this would be good. So I was kind of feeling panicked, but we did an episode about, you know, how hard it was to, um, you know, just look at your process. How hard is it customers to actually find you and get in contact with you? Because I really had some dramas. But on the way home, um, I I had left another message, um, but within 10 minutes, this lady called back. I thought, well, this is a good sign. And... uh, she said, oh, yeah, no, I, I actually specialise in rescue dogs. I'm like, mm, oh, retraining, perfect. rehoming, so perfect. I'm an exact target market. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I was all really excited and she said, um, and so my, you know, I come out, I spend this time with you uh, and this is my price. And I've gone, whoa. Fair bit of coin, huh? <laughs> it was a lot more than I was wanting to pay. It's a lot less than $7,000 of furniture, though. It is, though. it is, when you look at that. Um and I was like, wow, okay, that, that is a lot. But you know what? I'm desperate. This is a high pain point and no one else has gotten back to me. Mm. So I was in a really hot buying position where just about anything she was going to say, I was going to... There's some stuff know. in here about tight niche too. I mean, I know yep. we're talking about something different, but uh, you know, it's a great example of a really narrow niche where she specialises in rescue dogs. You can't find yep. anybody else that does that. And whether she's a rescue dog specialist or not, just saying that means that you're more likely to buy from her. Well, that's right. And uh, so I've agreed to this okay. high so price point. Okay, this exorbitant price. Well, yeah. Because it's, it's either the dog or your mother. Yeah, or, yeah. So I thought, well, final investment, I'll listen to the dog. I'm not, <laughs> not going to say exactly how much, but let's just assume, let's just say, because my husband actually doesn't listen, and it was probably double what I actually told him. Oh, right. <laughs> and there's there's more than two numbers in the, the price. There's, there is. Yeah. Uh, anyway, um, but I felt you know. I had you felt bad it. for the dog. I did. I did feel really bad for the dog, and that you know. I feel bad for the dog too. <laughs> so Anywho. I. Um, but the big one of the biggest selling points. I thought oh, this is a lot of money. I'm weighing it up as I'm driving. She says we give a lifetime guarantee. For the lifetime of you or the dog? Because <laughs> it could be a very short guarantee with this dog. Yeah. But anyway, uh, I thought, oh, and she says, we come back unlimited times throughout the whole dog's life. Wow. So That's if you're a big still statement. having problems, you know, we'll come back. So we're here, ring, email. If we need to, we'll come back. 
lifetime guarantee. So, well, Jeez. okay, that's pretty good. All Be right. cool yeah. when she hasn't met your dog. <laughs> well, she said it on the phone, didn't she? So we've locked it in, locked in the time. Um, so she came out and I quote, I did send you the text yes. of what she said. Because that was my first thought is I reckon this bird is about to burn the margin that she's made for the last two years on the guarantee with you because i got yep. a funny feeling she's going to be coming back for free quite a number of times. Yes. So she came out and, of course, the dog barked when it shouldn't have. She got to the gate and so all was going well. <laughs> um, so, so it gave. It wasn't like, you know, you take your car in with a noise and the mechanic can't make it do the noise. Your dog actually yeah, performed really well. Yeah, because if it didn't perform well yeah, when yeah. the person was there. So it barked and all yeah, that Yeah, yeah. So... Um, the uh, so she started to talk to her about my problems. You know, she wrote, got all that information. She could see what's happening and offered some really great advice and all that kind of thing. But I quote, she says, after spending an hour and a half with my beautiful Ella, <laughs> quote, that I've never had a dog like this in 21 years. Oh dear. <laughs> uh, so I know uh, who's getting more value out of yeah. this sale, and it ain't her. <laughs> So I'm that like, you know, customer that you <laughs> never want to give a guarantee to with a dog like this. And, you know, long story short, the dog got abused when it was very little. It's mm. got a burn. Not on by its, you guys. No, though. not by us. You guys rescued it. From we the did, pound. and it got bound, It got um, burnt when it was younger, and we think it was tied to a lead when it happened. So mm, it's geez. terrified of leads. What so, is wrong with people? I know. Anyway. And so now I'm like, oh, can't this. Poor dog's gone through so much. So, mm. um, you know, after an hour and a half, we were able to get a collar on her. Wow. Um, and then, you know, with the lead and everything, you know, she was so terrified at the sight of a lead that she then, for the whole rest of the day, couldn't eat, shook for five hours. Far out. After seeing a lead come out. Like, that's her level of fear and anxiety around leads. Maybe Prozac would be cheaper. Well, I'm... <laughs> unfortunately, this woman's very... um. You know, natural. natural yeah. And I'm thinking, can I just yeah. take to the vet and get some just meds? Give it a tablet. <laughs> just, just give it a pill. Anyway, and she said, you know, you know, 99% of dogs that I train, two to three weeks, you know, they're only, they're walking, obeying, yeah. all their masters, you know, you're all good. Unfortunately, you're the 0.1%, <laughs> and it's going to take a little bit more time with you. <laughs> uh, she might just, like, change her phone number and disappear <laughs> from the internet so you can't get it back again. <laughs> So, and reword the guarantee for I next know. time. So at this point, we are we are working on putting a lead near food and getting her to eat. So we've still got a long way to get it on the lead and walking with me outside the gates of the house. Mm. That's progress. But can I just say, even in the last couple of days, she hasn't chewed a thing and she hasn't dug a hole. No, it's pretty big. Because I know so, there's been some very stressed uh, conversations with you about this dog's <laughs> destructive tendencies over the, the last year or so. Yeah, and uh, she barely barked at anyone walking past. So, obviously, it's it's going to work, mm. which is going to take, obviously, a lot of time and effort. But I just wanted to talk about, you know, I was prepared to pay a higher rate mm. for someone that I know was going to solve my problem. Yep, and that's a – it's something that uh, – I think people miss the point in sales is they start talking about what they're going to do. So as a tradie listening to this show, uh, you may not be guilty of this, but I have a funny feeling you possibly are, like most of the people I talk to and hear from, is your sales process is telling people about what you do, how you do it, why it's quality, how many thousand years experience you've got, that you, it's a family business, blah, blah, boring, boring, nobody cares. 
um, what people are interested in is you solving their problem. And as Michaela's talked about here, like this chick could have talked about her technique, uh, she could have talked about, you know, previous successes, all that sort of stuff. But really, it just came down to being able to articulate the problem better than Michaela could. And then, obviously, she's in a pretty tight niche, which is very helpful. That's another marketing tool. And she rang me back. <laughs> yeah, she rang you back, so that's like, a good start. you know. And then the guarantee basically removes buying resistance. So... As a, as a listener to this show, I'm going to put the challenge out there to you. Uh, think about what's something you can guarantee that will remove resistance for people to buy from you when there's, you know, there's 20 plumbers to choose from or 15 electricians in your, in your area, whatever, whoever it is. A guarantee is such a powerful way to position yourself away from your competition. It doesn't have to be a monumental guarantee and you can word the, the fine print of your guarantee any way that you like. Uh, so you, you know, you take away a bit of that fear that people will take advantage of you. And like this chick said, you know, 99.9% of people, it's like a couple of weeks, you know, she's got a sale. She hasn't had to go back a whole bunch of times and it still works fine. And you'll get the point one of a percent like Michaela. So point to note, tradies, don't offer to do any work for Michaela. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, um, Another example we've had on the show previously, which is Nick May, the painter who gives a lifetime yeah. touch-up guarantee when in the yep. same house. Yep. And we are getting him back on the show again because he's doing some great stuff as well mm. um, with growing his business. Yep. Uh, but, you know, the other thing is she she did then ask, how did you find out about me? Wow. Marketing test yeah. and measure question. Yeah. So it That's was good cool. that she asked because I noticed these things. And I said, well, interesting story. I actually did a whole podcast episode on it. <laughs> so uh, Maybe we should get her on the show. Yeah, so she's she was, kind of a tradie. Yeah, a dog tradie. Yeah, and she and she was pretty chuffed that you know I told her all about the experiences that I've had, and and she was going, oh, but I rang you back pretty quick, didn't I? I said, yeah, you actually did. You know, you rang back in ten minutes, and and it was all good. So, uh, oh, and I said I'd give her a shout out. So it's Faith at Barkbusters on the Sunshine Coast. Ah, right. Yeah, so uh, cool. I thought I'd give her you know a shout out, and I said I was going to do a follow up episode. With What's her the website? Do you like do you know? Barkbusters.com.au. <laughs> you hope so, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> we'll stick it in the show notes. But it was started by a lady. It's part of a franchise. started by a lady a long time ago that actually um, worked at the RSPCA, and she saw most of the dogs were coming in getting surrendered because they just weren't trained properly. So she started this own business about, you know, training and stuff like that. So it had a nice yeah, well. backstory. And so mm. the whole storytelling came into it during yep. her sales pitch as well. Yep. So Some great lessons in there. There is. So, uh, and she was pretty chuffed. And you know what? You know, the dog really fretted after she left on Friday. And um, I was like, oh, you know, it's going to help, you know. But she emailed me that night. Look, I've really been worried about your dog. Is it okay? How's mm. it been going? She could have automated that. Yeah. <laughs> she could have. <laughs> Maybe uh, it was. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> It, it was no, it wasn't. Uh, but it was just good to mm. see that she probably realises she's going to lose money on me. Yep. But straight away she was following up and making sure the dog. Because I am really concerned about the dog. Do you mind if I use her as a case study? So again, mm. this is a testimonial for her that she's done, and yeah, I'm so like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's not a complete loss. She's looking at it as well. You know, this is going to be a good case study. And hey, yep. look, you know, she's looked after you. You've given her a shout out on the show. And I'll tell everyone about how great she was. Exactly. You exactly. Know. So, uh, yeah. I, I, I love the, the guarantee. I just think yep. that it's such a powerful marketing tool that's missed by so many small business owners. You don't have to guarantee money back or anything else. 
you can. I don't you can, want my money back. I want my dog fixed. <laughs> exactly. I want um, my problem solved. And you know what? Just I guess as a closing point from me on that, when I ask people about guarantees and they say, oh, I'm not putting a guarantee in place. People will take advantage of me. The question I ask, and I'm asking this to you as a listener, is if you do a job for somebody and they're not happy with it, do you go back and fix it now? I guarantee your answer is yes. You're yep. doing it anyway. Just just use it as a marketing tool. Turn that into a written guarantee and then you can market that because your competition probably aren't. So you're already actually guaranteeing your work in some ways. You can get a little bit more creative with that and just turn that into a marketing benefit. And I know some industries, you know, they have to have a guarantee as part of their work and things, but the customers don't know that. No. They don't know that you have to have that. So make sure you're promoting that as well. But be creative about your guarantee. Absolutely. Well, thanks for sharing, Michaela, and um, thanks for the vomit story too. Yes, yeah, uh, well, an enlightening episode today, hasn't it, in my life? Vomits and dogs chewing stuff. <laughs> Anywho, um, yeah, nice little update there, and uh, if you want some uh, some more tools, I guess, to help you with your business. Or a dog. Yeah, or a dog. Um, but uh, go to the tradiesbusinessshow.com, tradiesbusinessshow.com, and we've got uh, our funky new uh, free resource there for listeners of the show, 99 Marketing Tips. Uh, I don't know, have we got guarantees in there, Michaela? I can't remember. We'll guarantee you'll find one tip we guarantee that you should implement. Or we'll give you your money back. Yes, good guarantee that. <laughs> but go to tradiesbusinessshow.com, uh, chuck in your name and email, grab the 99 marketing tips. There's some really good ideas in there. And uh, tell us what you think. Go and hit us on Facebook as well. Until next episode. Bye. Hooroo. You've been listening to the Tradies Business Show with Warwick Bidwell and Michaela Clark. Want to get off the tools into true business ownership? Find out how at tradiesbusinessshow.com.